to the Biblical Principles Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for allowing us an opportunity to be a part of your life. We don't take that for granted. And I do pray wherever you're listening to this podcast, whatever you're doing during the time you're listening to this podcast, that the podcast is a blessing to your life. I want to deal with the subject, the great white throne judgment today, the great white throne judgment, which is going to be the judgment where all the lost people are going to be standing before God. We did a podcast on the judgment seat of Christ where all the saved people will be judged, and that's podcast number 16, 20, and 24. There was three podcasts on the judgment seat, and I'd imagine that there will probably be two or three podcasts on the great white throne judgment. But I do want you to understand that this is the place and time where all the lost people are judged, those that do not know Christ. So let's go to the book of the Revelation and in chapter number 20, and I want to read verses 10 through 15. The book of the Revelation, chapter number 20, and verses 10 through 15. The Bible says, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Two things that I want you to notice about this great white throne judgment um, that kind of stood out to me is the first thing is the time limit is unknown. The time limit is completely unknown. I don't know how long it's going to take Jesus to judge all the lost people. The second thing that stood out rather quickly to me was the fact that the place is unknown. The place is unknown. If you'll notice in verse number 11, the Bible says, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was found no place for them. Which leads me to believe that everything that we know is gone. The whole entire earth is gone. And when it's talking about the heavens, it's not just talking about the clouds, but it's talking about the whole solar system, stars, planets, the sun, the moon, everything is gone. So two things that stand out rather quickly to me is the fact that the time limit is unknown and also the place is unknown. Now, I want you to look at verse number 10. The Bible says, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. The first thing you'll notice is that angels are judged at this judgment. Go over to the book of Jude, verse number six. The book of Jude, verse number six. And the angels, which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Of course, this, if you study the book of Isaiah, a third of the stars of heaven, which is those angels, um, revolted when Satan revolted, and they were 
dismissed from heaven for all of eternity, and they've been reserved in chains under darkness until this day, at which day they'll stand before the Savior, Jesus Christ, and be judged. And you'll notice at this judgment that every result is the same to the lake of fire. And I believe one reason that the time limit is unknown is because I believe Jesus is going to take his time as he deals with each individual angel that he created and he loved and he cared about, who through their own pride and their own selfishness tried to revolt and take over his kingdom. I believe he'll deal with them along very similar lines as a one-time friend would deal with his adversary. I believe he'll be, I believe there might be a tear in his eye. I believe that he could talk about times that they used to have together. And um, it'll be a hard thing for the Lord during this time as he judges those angels that he created, that were created to bring honor and glory to him that he had to destroy for all of eternity. And then go back to the book of the Revelations, chapter number 20. We'll pick up our reading there, verse number 11. And I saw a great white throne in him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away. This is no longer the face of compassion and love and mercy that you see in God. This is a face of anger, of wrath, of judgment. There is no mercy. There is no kindness. The first thing that you'll notice as his face in anger does is that the earth and the heavens fled away and there was found no place for them. His anger produces a destruction of the entire solar system. There was no place found. They disappeared forever. They disappeared forever. Three quick questions. Where is this at that this has taken place? Who is there? And how long does it take? Where is this at? Who is there? And how long does it take? I don't know where it's at. I don't believe biblically you can prove it. Who is there? Everybody who's never accepted Jesus as his Savior. How long does it take? There's no time limit. The time limit's unknown. It's the great white throne judgment where all lost people will be judged. Turn over to the book of Mark, chapter 3, in verse number 1 through 5. The book of Mark, chapter 3, in verse number 1 through 5. And he entered again into the synagogue, and there was a man there which had a withered hand. And they watched him, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day, that they might accuse him. And he saith unto the man which had the withered hand, Stand forth. And he said unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath day, or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they held their peace. And when he had looked round about on them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their heart, he saith unto the man, Stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. I want to pull that out of the beginning of verse number 5. And when he had looked round about on them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts. That's how he is going to deal at the great white throne judgment. He is dealing in anger. He is going to have a face of anger. His countenance is going to be angry. Every punishment is a result of eternal separation from God in the lake of fire. And then let's go to Second Peter chapter 3 in verses 8 through 13. Second Peter chapter 3 and verses 8 through 13. But beloved, 
be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day with the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought she to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. This is a description of what's going to happen in that day. The elements shall melt with fervent heat. The heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. That's a terrible, terrible situation. If you could just imagine standing, and I know it's hard to imagine, but imagine standing before an angry God and the first thing you see is the whole world and the solar system dissolved before him as he sits on a throne in anger. But then let's go to the book of Revelation, back to Revelation chapter 20. I want to give you one, one piece of a verse, and then we'll finish the podcast for today. Right there at the beginning of verse number 12. And I saw the dead, and I saw the dead. When I get to thinking about the dead, of course, I realize that everyone who has never accepted Jesus as Savior is considered dead. They're spiritually dead. And I got to thinking about one day, I assume very highly, I cannot prove this from the Bible, but I believe God being a fair and a just God, that the saved people will be somewhere either standing with the Lord or off to the side of the Lord as all these dead people, all these lost people will be judged. And I got to thinking about, you know, for the first time, I'll see Cain, the one who slew his brother. I'll see Pharaoh, the one who drowned in the Red Sea. I'll see Korah, the one who revolted against God and the earth swallowed him up. But then I got to thinking, I'll, I'll see Hitler, the one responsible for the Holocaust. I'll get to see Hopni and Phineas. I'll meet Nero, the one who burned Christians in his garden. I'll get to meet Charles Darwin, the father of evolution. I'll get to meet Goliath, that monster of a man that David killed with a stone. I'll get to meet Potiphar's wife, no doubt a beautiful, beautiful woman who Joseph rejected. I'll get to meet Judas, the one who walked with the Lord three and a half years and died and wasn't saved. I'll get to meet Felix, the one in the book of Acts who was almost persuaded to be a Christian. Every Roman soldier that stood by and beat Jesus and spit upon him that didn't later on in their lives get saved, I'll get to meet. I'll get to meet Pontius Pilate. Then I got to thinking, I'll get to meet Marilyn Monroe, one of the most beautiful women to ever live. I'll get to meet Jesse James, that outlaw of the wild, wild west. I'll get to meet Ted Bundy, the notorious serial killer. 
I'll get to meet people who left Jesus during his earthly ministry. I'll get to meet Moses' wife, Zipporah. I'll get, the people, get to meet the people who lived in Jericho and the walls fell down. I'll get to meet Alexander the coppersmith, the one who did Paul much evil. I'll get to meet doctors and lawyers and blacksmiths and prostitutes and drug dealers and bankers and store clerks and thieves and builders and plumbers and landscapers and soldiers and dentists and mechanics, singers, boxers, Olympic athletes, roofers, ditch diggers, dancers, funeral home directors, road workers, cashiers, actors, shelf stockers, salesmen, farmers, astronauts, scientists, child molesters, painters, prisoners, welders, computer programmers, gamblers, past presidents, judges, rulers from all different capacities. I'll get to meet people who died building pyramids and car wrecks, slaves, people who were murdered, people who died during medical complication, people who died of diseases, people who died in the 9-11 disaster. I'll get to meet people struck by lightning, the people who died when the Tower of Siloam fell, or Luke chapter 13. I'll get to meet people who died at the Battle of Armageddon. I'll get to meet suicide bombers, people who died drowned, people who died overdosed, people who fell off structures and died. I'll get to meet all of them. All of them will be there, standing before God as I'm standing off to the side. But then I got to thinking about, I'll get to meet people I know. People I know. I'll get to meet my mom, who died. She died lost, and I'll meet her again at that day. I'll get to meet my grannies. If they weren't saved, they'll be there. I'll get to meet my grandpas. I never met them here on earth, but in that day, I'll get to meet them. I'll get to meet my stepbrother again. I'll get to meet my stepsister again. I'll get to meet my older brother again, my older sister again. I'll get to meet wives again. I'll get to meet children again. I'll get to meet all the people who've ever lived who were not saved. And I'll stand before God at the judgment seat of Christ but they'll stand before God at the great white throne judgment. I'll get to meet all my co-workers. I'll get to meet all the store clerks that I passed. I'll get to meet all the mechanics that worked on my car. I'll get to meet all the heating and air guys who worked on my air conditioner and my heat to keep my house comfortable. I'll get to meet everybody that was a landscaper that did any kind of work around my house. I'll get to meet the power guy who reads the meter for me. They'll all be there if they're not saved. I wonder if the Lord, I wonder if the Lord would let them talk to us. I wonder if the Lord would let us talk to them. What if they looked over at us and said, I know you from somewhere. Why are you standing over there with the Lord and I'm over here condemned? Did you not care enough to tell me that there was a God who loved me and died for me? I tried to perform a service for you, and you acted so nice and so kind. But now in this day, I'm standing before an angry Savior, and you're over there on the good side. I'm going to have to spend eternity in a lake of fire, 
while you enjoy the paradise of God. Could you not have been concerned enough about my soul to at least have given me a track that I might have read and I might have had an opportunity to be saved? Or were you so selfish with salvation that it's okay that they stand there condemned? The great white throne judgment. It's not a game. It's not a joke. It's a real event that's going to take place with real people who are going to spend a real eternity in a real lake of fire. And it's really our responsibility as saved people to tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ and His ability to forgive sins and change lives before eternity.